So you have to be careful with your frequency levels and make sure that you're weighing everything as a whole. That includes Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else you're running retargeting. We interrupt this program to bring you this important message. Welcome to Marketing Interruption, a daily podcast powered by Blue Tusker that interrupts your day with marketing news, tips and strategies from an entrepreneur who lives and breeds marketing. Now, let the interruption begin with your host, Andrew Math. Hello and welcome to episode number 25 of Marketing Interruption. I'm your host, Andrew Maftone, and of course, today we're recapping stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit more about all the stuff I went through during the week. So Monday we talked about retargeting ads, setting them all up. So uh, dove into how I broke them down. So 7, 14 day, 21 day, all the way through 180 day. Um, in Facebook and Instagram, I definitely suggest setting up retargeting in Pinterest and Google Display ads and ad roll and all that other stuff. I didn't mention there's a few other ones. Um, and of course, I can't remember the name of it right now, but Bing, you can do Bing too. The The way that display ads work is Google has X inventory of certain websites that allow ads. Microsoft may have some. Uh, AdRoll may have their own additional as well. And so you want to retarget on all of those so that you can hit as much inventory as possible. The issue is your frequency on ad roll versus your frequency on Google versus your frequency on Bing or something like that might differ. So if if uh, Bing says we showed your ad um, this week to someone seven times and Google says the same thing, in theory, you showed it to them 14 times, which depending on your product could be really freaking obnoxious. So you have to be careful with your frequency levels and make sure that you're weighing everything as a whole. That includes Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else you're running retargeting. Uh, the dirt cheap advertising platforms, uh, Pinterest, Quora, Reddit, Snapchat, TikTok. That might be it. I can't remember. Um, Twitter. Twitter's still pretty cheap too, actually, by the way. Um, and... Man, I had another one and I can't remember it. I would I would say Twitter. Try Twitter too. Twitter's not that expensive in comparison. And again, I'm comparing this to like Facebook, Instagram, Google, which are can get ridiculous. The other day I had a keyword that was like twelve bucks on Google ads. And I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> uh then we did newsletters, do's and don'ts about sending an email ridiculous. Since I did that, which was Wednesday, it's now Friday, it's been two days, I've had and I know it because I've figured out their, their timing. I had mentioned on Wednesday that I get those ridiculous emails from that cigar company. I've gotten, let's see, Wednesday. Let's assume I include Wednesday. We'll include today. Three, seven. I've gotten 12 emails from them in three days. All just promotional crap. Like, I, I've, I've shopped with them twice. And now I get 12 emails in three days. It's ridiculous, but they're doing it. I wonder if it works for them. I, I don't care if it works for them. It's obnoxious. And the automated emails. Uh, so it's about welcome series, new customer, repeat customer, uh, card abandonment, all the transactional stuff, best customer, um, customer win back, all the ones that we went through. I know I also kind of breezed over the uh, product one. So this actually works really well for a lot of most types of products that can be 
um, maybe difficult to use or something extra you should know about. But if you segment out your audience into like a specific product they've bought, you can do an automated email of, hey, you got your X the other day. Here's another thing you can do with it or here's a way to take care of it or something like that. If you can find a way to automate an email, to send out an email that is providing some value to them, even if you're just saying like, oh, hey, you bought this and here's a blog post we wrote about how you can you know, use it or something like that. Like they're giving that extra value can help. And it's also just making sure that they're aware that they're going to get some emails from you from now on. Just obviously don't overdo it. And uh, what else? Oh, news. Or not news. What did I have? Uh, I got this, bro. Oh, questions. Thank you. So I did have a question. So recently I started doing, um, I've started to up my Instagram game a little bit. I've done LinkedIn for a while. I've done Twitter for a while. Twitter started pissing me off. LinkedIn is like kind of boring sometimes. So I wanted to have somewhere where I'm like, you know what, let's, let's dive into Instagram a little bit more. And so obviously I've started to get some questions through Instagram and somebody the other day just kind of asked me like what my process is, which is a loaded question. But so you go to Instagram Go, you go follow me at Andrew Math. You'll see how it's going so far. Meh. Um, but I've started to create carousels that are like blog posts, like little tiny mini blog posts where like the first image is a big old bright title. And then the second image is kind of like, you know, how do you feel about this? And the third image, I'm still kind of just teasing along the way. And then I just give them the real information and like the seventh through ninth slide. And then the tenth slide's like promotional, like follow me and all that kind of crap. Um, it's doing pretty well. It's interesting because obviously you get a lot of engagement. You're obviously asking questions along the way. So people want to comment. But I've also found that even though you're getting a lot of engagement with those and they do get a lot of reach, I've obviously, just like any other platform, had a lot better uh, results with the video. So I've been starting to do video. And what I did is I started to process things out about when I'm doing a carousel versus when I'm doing an ad, sorry, when I'm doing a video, when I'm doing a story, what type of story is going out. It's all pretty standard for social media stuff, but someone asked me because on it, on an e-commerce level, I, I, I find uh, owners and founders and, and CEOs, they want to know, is it relevant in a B2C industry to have a founder who's kind of out there? So like for marketing, obviously I do crap like this because I need to justify my knowledge and how I do things at the agency so that people will work with me. At e-commerce, it's more of, I just need to know my product works. So it's a little bit more user generated content issue. Uh, for founders, it can still work. It kind of depends on what it is you're selling. I've seen it work really well with um, like extreme sports or like hobbies. So like surfing or skateboarding or uh, someone for inline skating, where like the founder is actually kind of the face. And it's interesting because they're in that community. So they're continuing their connection with that community and it's kind of helping them sell more product. Um, but they, uh, I would say it's working and I would say that they do it well, but it kind of really depends. There are some things where I, I do agree where some founders, you know, you're a founder, you're a marketer, you want to do more marketing, you want to show up, you want to kind of get a little bit more recognition for what you're doing or anything like that. But for some products, it doesn't work. But for others, it can actually work. And that's actually why I've always touched on how LinkedIn is great for e-commerce sellers um, to actually sell product, not to just network. 
uh, which is for another day and another time. But that is all I had for today. So enjoy your weekend, and I will see you all on Monday. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's Marketing Interruption. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And don't forget to email marketinginterruption at bluetusker.com with any marketing questions you'd like to have answered on the show. And head over to marketinginterruption.bluetusker.com to catch up on past episodes. Until next time. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming.